Hello everyone, this is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel slash DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 14, and I'll be discussing three topics. One, Deadpool 2 is bringing back these three supporting characters. Uh, two, Logan, um, Hugh Jackman reveals official plot summary. And three, uh, Green Lantern Corpse, uh, Sterling K. Brown wants to play John Stewart. So I'll be discussing, um, the first topic, which is Deadpool 2 is bringing back, uh, these three supporting characters. So... Deadpool was not only one of the most successful superhero movies of 200, uh, sorry, 2016, but also one of the most surprising blockbusters in general. Uh, made off a $58 million budget, uh, the Merce with the Mouse first solo adventure went to earn uh, over $780 million worldwide, uh, earned rare reviews from comic book fans and casual viewers alike. Uh, a performance that sorry a performance like that guarantees a sequel and sure enough Deadpool 2 uh is being worked on as we speak so while no plot details have been revealed yet writers Rhett um Reese and Paul Warnick have revealed three of the supporting characters from the first movie who will come back for the follow up uh first up is Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, while uh, Red Reese and Paul Wernick weren't uh, willing to reveal to Collier, sorry, Collider, uh, how they would fit into the plot, they did assure uh, fans that they will appear in Deadpool 2. Uh, of course, Wernick said. Uh, and he said, and I quote, sorry, Wernick said, and I quote, yeah, they will make it at least, they would make it at least, uh, an appearance, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> for the most part, Deadpool was a self-contained superhero movie, but Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, served as the primary connective threads to the to the uh, wider X-Men world. So, uh, they showed up first to try to recruit Deadpool into the mutant superhero team, and, la- and later they agreed to help him rescue Vanessa from Ajax and Angel Dust. Uh, the the person their personalities also paid off of Deadpool's excellent Colossus, sorry, excellently uh, Colossus as a straight man um, trying to uh, urge Wade to become a better person, and Negasonic as the pathetic teenager unimpressed with the main protagonist's uh, antics. So even if the uh, even if they aren't uh, integral to Deadpool 2's to- story, it will be great to see them have more assuming conversations uh, with a fourth wall-breaking a- anti-hero. <clears throat> uh, dur- and then during an interview with Nerdist, a conversation occurred um, about Dopinder, Dopinder, sorry, the uh, cab driver's role in Deadpool. And Paul Warnick mentioned that he will return as well uh, for the next movie. As he put it, and I quote, uh, Yeah, and he will be in the sequel. End quote. So while Dumpender's role in Deadpool wasn't nearly as important as Colossus and Nekasonic Teenage Warhead, 
uh, he did um, he did have some amusing moments, uh, namely with how he uh, misconstructed Deadpool's advice um, and kidnapped his cousin uh, Bond Hu for stealing away the woman he loved, Gitta. That uh, and the last time he saw Deppinger, uh he had uh, just crashed a car, or sorry, just crashed his car, which Deadpool had bags of guns in the front seat and Bondu stashed in the trunk. Basically, don't be surprised if he's behind bars in the sequel. Um, so, along with uh, along with the above three characters, Wade Wilson. Um, will also share screen time with newcomers Cable and Domino in Deadpool 2. Although these characters haven't been cast yet, behind the camera, David, Le- uh, Le- David Leach uh, has taken over um, directing duties, and his action ex- experience combined with Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick and Ryan Reynolds' humorous chops will hopefully blend well enough to make Deadpool 2 just as appealing a movie as its predecessor, um, if not more so. Deadpool 2 doesn't have an official release date, but it's, ex- but it's expected to arrive in theaters sometime in 2018. Stay tuned for more updates as they come in. So that ends this topic. We will do the next topic. Which is Hugh Jackman reveals um, official su- plot summary for the Logan film. Hugh, so Hugh Jackman is quickly approaching the end of his career as Wolverine. Um, after 17 years and soon to be uh, nine appearances, Logan will be his final bout. As one of the most iconic char- uh, X-Men characters. So to try and give him a proper send-off. Fox has seemingly made the right move at every turn. Director James Mangold has been um, given a R rating. To fully capture the inherent uh, violence of Wolverine. And is taking clear inspirations from the famous uh, Old Man Logan comic run as well. Even the, uh, even their use of social media to market the film has been impressive. Um, so, what be- so what began as a series of uh, black and white photos has turned into Jackman and Mangold being directly in charge of sharing and debuting official marketing material. So they have released multiple photos, banners, and posters over the last few months. But uh, one thing um, that they haven't touched on is the plot of Logan. Well, thanks to Jackman, the first, um, Elbeth Brief, plot synopsis uh, has been released. Um, so Jackman once again shared... The synopsis, sorry, synopsis, uh, on Twitter, with the words being laid over another black and white image from the film. So synopsis, the synopsis below, um, or this is on a website, um, does not give away too much in terms 
of concrete story points instead, uh, but instead reaffirms speculation that the movie will primarily involve Wolverine Professor X, of course, John Stewart, and X3, Daphne Keene. So, yay, X3, I've been looking forward to that. So, hopefully, she'll be in the next X-Men film. So, and, uh, in his Twitter page, on the, uh, on the, uh, what's it called? Screen... Dad, what's it called? Screen Rant or something like that. Yeah, Screen Rant. So, it was, but it was on, uh, here's a picture from the website of, uh, Hugh Jackman's tweet. And it says, um, in the near future, a weary Logan cares for an ailing Professor X and, sorry, in a hideout on the Mexican border. But Logan's attempts to hide from the world and his legacy are upended when a young mutant arrives, being pursued by dark forces. So, and of course his tweet, I mean this is a picture that he tweeted, and it says, of course, official. So, uh, if the synopsis makes one thing clear, it's that the arrival of X-23 is not going to be something Logan is okay with. As seen in the trailers, the two at some point develop a relationship that once again brings out his protective instincts, similar to his relationship with Rogue in X-Men. However, if her arrival is what brings uh, Boyd uh, Holbrook's uh, Donald um, Pierce and his Reavers into uh, Logan's life, their relationship uh, will be rocky from the start. So it would be uh, tested even further, should uh, this team be the ones responsible, sorry, responsible for potentially killing Professor X, which uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, but you know, in the Age of Apocalypse, Professor X did die. So, but completely eliminating every person on the planet that Logan has cared about. So, outside of this uh, new hypnosis, um, the villain's story in Logan remained largely under lock and key. Hopefully, this is just for the element of surprise so audience uh, do not know what to expect and um, not because the villains are underdeveloped. So, outside of Pierce and the Reavers, uh, Richard E. Grant is also set to play Xander uh, Rice. But the creator of X-23 uh, uh, in the comics um, has largely been kept in the shadows for now. So as the movie draws closer, though, uh, it is only a matter of time before more plot details come out. Um, but... For now, this, this synopsis will have to do. So, Logan will be in theaters uh, March 3rd, 2017. So that concludes this topic. And our final topic will be Green Lantern Corps, actor Sterling K. Brown wanting to play Jon Stewart. For years, uh, one of, for years, one of the characters that DC 
and comic book fans have been asking to see um, on the big screen is Jon Stewart, one of the other human Green Lanterns, uh, who has become a fan favorite over the years thanks to his uh, growing role in the comic books and his place as the Green Lantern on 2000s on the 2000 Justice League animated series after DC after DC a failed Green Lantern uh, film back in 2011 starring Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan too it seemed like uh, uh, it was almost inevitable that the studio would choose to focus on Jon Stewart when they rebooted the franchise with Green Lantern Corps in the DC Extended Universe. So, not only would it please many fans, but uh, it would also continue to add some much-needed diversity uh, to the superhero genre. Luckily, fans... Uh, luckily, fan suspicions were confirmed to be true yesterday when reports, um, well, the other day ra- rather, uh, points, uh, sorry, reports emerged confirming uh, that Green Lantern Corps will allow both Hal Jordan and John Stewart any film that's set to have the tone of Lethal Weapon in space. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, uh, it didn't take long uh, following. The announcement for a major name to throw his hat in the ring to play Jon Stewart in the film either. So, um, on the personal on his personal Twitter account, this is us and people versus uh sorry people this is us and people versus O.J. Simpson star Sterling K. Brown talked about his desire to play Jon Stewart in Green Lantern Corps, saying that uh, he humbly submits his name for the role. So, here's a tweet from Sterling K. Brown. It says, Dear powers that be, if you are looking for someone to play Jon Stewart, I humbly submit my name, name, uh, Nemesek, sorry, Namast, whatever, uh, and an emoji of a prayer or something like that. It says here, hashtag Green Lantern Corpse, uh, twitter.com slash Jay Bushman. (sighs) But yeah, so honestly, Brown seems to, you know, he likes to dream, likes to uh, dream, a dream choice to play Jon Stewart in a live action film due to his dramatic uh, work. um, That is, uh, sorry. But yeah, due to his dramatic work, uh, his physical similarities of the character and his talents as an actor. However, as most fans are probably um, already already aware, Brown was just recently cast as a major supporting player in Marvel Studios' Black Panther film, which would make his ability to play such a prominent role in the in DC universe. Marvel's foremost director, competitor, a, well... Built diff- sorry, a bit difficult. So, it would be the first time, certainly, that an actor has crossed over between the two universes. So, um, but because of the close uh, schedule for schedules for both films, it's seemingly highly unlikely that either Marvel or DC would be okay with him playing notable characters in both of their universes. 
So, um, with such a short amount of time between appearances. Uh, so, with that being said, Brown's excitement towards playing the role uh, just further cements the fact that after all of these years, uh, DC is finally going to be introducing Jon Stewart in one of their major films. Um, uh, here's... Uh, sorry, he's uh, been one of the most spectate, sorry, speculated castings for years now. Uh, with fans coming up with and supporting multiple different actors for the role, including Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who is already set to play the villainous Black Ad- Adam in the DC um, universe. Sen- sorry, in the DC universe, pretty much. Uh, well, DC Entertainment Universe, duh. So. <clears throat> With the news finally confirmed, though uh, it may hopefully be only a matter of time before fans won't have to come up with actors for the role, but will instead already have one. So at this point, um, it's nothing more than a waiting game. So that concludes this um, topic as well. And I'm going to be retiring for the evening. Uh, Feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook. And feel free and you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Love you all.